Well, um, I got today, I got a bone to pick with y'all, and I got a bone to pick with myself. Y'all, y'all, li- you listening to this, you ready? Son, you opening the fire hose up early, ain't you? Well, you know, I, I've just, it's a necessary conversation. For And here's the thing, man. Here's the bone I got to pick with y'all. Listen to this. You will have, you will always have an excuse not to train. You will have multiple excuses not to train. All right? That is how it works. That is how life works. Mm-hmm. It, there's all you are always going to have an excuse and by training I'm not just talking about physical training I'm talking about any training that you have an opportunity to partake in right whether it's a whether it's a personal thing like going out for a run whether it's a professional thing or whether it's a professional development thing no matter what, there's always going to be an excuse. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I've got a pretty accurate read on the general population. And the reason so many of y'all are stuck where you're stuck in this place of mediocrity, the reason you're stuck is because you always take the freaking excuse, man. Look. We po- I posted the other day, I did a post about the importance of training, and I also did a post about the proving grounds. Mm-hmm. And the reason this is on my mind is because I th- there were so many excuses, both direct message to me and both in the comments. For and- those two posts. Yeah, for, yeah. For, uh, so the first about post points. was with me holding my uniform, and I talked about how how meticulous and extreme the training was in close quarters combat during SEAL qualification training. I talked about how your own little individual training plan that you've designed for yourself is never going to get you to your maximum potential. It's impossible. You, you, you're not going to devise an individual training plan that's going to get you to where you want to be and where you should be professionally or physically as an athlete. What do you mean? Training by yourself or coming up with the plan? Can't, coming up with your one. own plan. You, mm-hmm. you, you can't do that. <clears throat> You've got to, <clears throat> excuse me, you have got to subject yourself to the impartial judgment of an instructor that has the knowledge, the skill, or the ability level that you are trying to achieve. Or mentor, or whatever you yeah, want to call it. Exactly. Some, yeah, exactly. You've got to do that. That That is how, that's why SEAL training worked. And, and even in my, in, in everybody's life, if you're trying to come up with your own individual training plan, your mind is automatically going to go to the things that you're good at, the things that you're comfortable with, um, as far as intensity, as far as activity, as far as th- what the challenge is, it's always going to go there. Well, you're training to get better because you don't, 
if you're not there because of the work, then that's a different story. But if you're not there because you don't know how to get there, then any effort you put into it is a, is a waste of time, right? Like if, say, I wanted to be in as good a shape as somebody else and I try to come up with my own plan to get there, well, I'm, pro- I'm probably not there because I don't know how to get there. So consulting that person is it's, the right well yeah it's a knowledge thing and it, it's all but it's also a human nature thing it's a self-preservation thing yeah that's just that's just a weakness of the human mind mm-hmm. it's the body tries to preserve itself that's why freaking over half the people out here are so fat they can barely walk um and, and that's why you're not able to hit that elite level that you want to hit is because you will not subject yourself to the impartial, harsh judgment of somebody who is there or has been there mm-hmm. and has credibility to be able to take you there. Yeah. Right? The impartial judgment, strict, um, that's that's how I instruct. You know me. I don't freaking hold back on anybody. Yeah. If I see you do something, I'm going to call you out. Not because it angers me, not because I'm disappointed in you, but because that is my job. And if I don't call you out, I'm going to cheat I'm cheating you. I'm not giving you the training that you showed up to receive. Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't know it's what you needed, it is what you need. Yeah. Okay? And 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 so it, if you're going to send me excuses online, I'm going to call you out. I'm not going to call you out by name, but I'm going to call out your freaking excuse, yeah. and I'm going to shoot holes through it. And the one that really stood out to me on this post was somebody came on here and said, oh, well, you're saying, you know, we, we, need, to find, we need to find the opportunity to be trained by someone else who has the knowledge, the skills, and the abilities that we want. That's either in business, that's physically that's leadership whatever it is well you know how are we supposed to find those people like there there are gatekeepers that keep us in between that keep us separated from the people that that we want to be trained by right well here's the thing man if you want to be trained by someone you have got to bring something to the table. Your freaking problem is, is you think that you deserve to you you deserve to to get instruction from someone who has put their entire life into getting to the point that they are. You think that you freaking deserve to just show up and for them to pour into you? Yeah. Negative, man. You got to you you have to bring something to the table. I even said in this post I even said in this post, most of you, the reason you can't access the people that you need to help you get to the next level is because you're too freaking stingy or you're too lazy. That's the problem. And you that made that daggone comment that there's gatekeepers between you and legitimate people that have the knowledge, skills, and abilities that you want to have, you that made that comment you're too stingy and you're too lazy because I'm here to tell you there are places. As a matter of fact, we provide a place, Mm -hmm. but you got to bring something to the table, right? Because you're asking me to give you, if it's, if it's, if this is a relationship between me and someone that wants some knowledge, skill or ability that I have, it could be anybody. But if you're asking me to give you something that it took me 15 years to get, you better bring something to the table. And it doesn't have to be money. 
No. If you don't have the money, you need to figure out what you do have to offer. Yeah. Okay? Well, and I mean, the even the scholarship money we got, that's in place to be able to help people that aren't financially able just in our instance to attend the courses but you gotta you gotta show credibility like if you're not if you don't if you're not putting any skin in the game to me that's half of what the cost of of an event is it yeah we need the money to operate but aside from that people show up ready to train because they've made a significant not only money but time investment by showing up let me let me tell you how this works in real life okay this is, how, this is how it works in real life. This is a story. I'm going to tell you guys a story here. All right. When I got out of the Navy, I wanted to start, me and actually Blake and I wanted to start a business, okay? So, we didn't have any money. We didn't have any money. Well, there was a, a very successful businessman that was on our radar. Uh, his name is Jesse. A lot of you guys listen to this podcast, you know Jesse. Jesse has been my personal business mentor. Jesse has been this person to me, this person I'm talking to you guys about. If I would have tried to figure out business on my own without Jesse, I would be two years or three years behind where I am right now. Mm-hmm. We would. That, yeah. That's the fact of the matter. Yeah. That's why I'm so passionate about this. That's why I'm telling you guys this. Now, Jesse is a busy dude. He is one of the top businessmen that I have ever met. He's probably, I mean, he's he's got tons of credibility yeah. in branding and business and creativity and all the things that I wanted, right? But guess what? I didn't have money to pay Jesse to, to mentor me. As a matter of fact, I mean, he doesn't even do that. Yeah. I mean, you if you wanted one-on-one mentoring... From Jesse, there's no telling what it would be astronomical. Yeah, what you would have to pay him. But I had something that he wanted that I could bring to the table, mm-hmm. and that was my mental toughness and my ultra running. Okay, now I had to work to learn those things to 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 show that I could run further than most people to show that I was mentally tough. That was my whole career in the SEAL teams and the ultra running that I had done up to the point that Jesse and I talked. And when Jesse and I talked, Jesse said, you know what, man, I got a race coming up and you are a really good runner uh, and you're mentally tough. I'd like to get some of that. And I said, well, yeah, man, I've been wanting a business mentor. I need somebody to explain to me how a brand works. I didn't even mm-hmm. know what a brand was. I said, I need that, man. So I brought something to the table in order to receive this type of mentorship that I'm talking about here, this type of training from the most elite person that I could find and get in touch with. I brought my skills to the table. It wasn't money. Mm-hmm. I brought value to his life in exchange for the value that I needed and the experience that I needed and wanted to receive from him. Mm-hmm. All right, but you—this th- is the absolute. Nece- this is absolutely necessary. It takes courage. It takes an investment of some sort. That's what it's going to take. Um, and it takes innovation too. I mean, yeah, it you, takes innovation. You you could have. Uh, 
we would maybe have never even found him or met him or done anything with him had you not saw this and saw the potential for it. I mean, I, I vividly remember the conversation. I remember where I was at. I was I was working in construction, and I remember you saying, I think this could be good for us. And, yeah, we need money right now, but it's what he has to offer is much more valuable than any money we could get from him. And so that's another thing is what what you want from people, is it even what you need, you know? like, And you may not know that, but it, it's worthwhile to stop and look and say, well, what else do I need in my life and who can I get get that from? Because, yeah, Jesse, he's also he's a wealth of knowledge, but he also had money that he could have paid you to do that. Oh, yeah. And But to look at the bigger picture and whether it's life or business or whatever. That's right. And and the way that Jesse and I's relationship has worked is he he gives me impartial judgment and input on what I'm doing in business. Yeah. And I and I can receive that or or I can choose not to receive that. Yep. But that's what has allowed a big part of what ha, ha, has allowed us to understand how to make all this work. Yeah. That's why I'm so passionate about this, guys. How do you think I became part of the most elite fighting force on earth? It it wasn't on some online freaking program. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on. It, it wasn't from reading a book. It wasn't from watching a YouTube video. It was because I subjected myself to this training pipeline that was run by men that I held on the level of a god. Mm-hmm. I I mean that's just the reality of it. And I made I invest I I invested everything to go and be part of this training. Yeah, I had nothing. I had one pair of clothes. I had nothing to go do this. So don't sit here and tell me that you can't find someone that's going to invest in you and build you up. And I just responded to this lady's freaking comment. I'm like, you, I don't know what you're looking for, but if you're looking for a, an environment that's going to help you grow and all, check the freaking link in my bio. Yeah. If that didn't fit what you're looking for, then, then go find something else that's out there. What what did they? I mean, I don't understand what they meant by there's a gatekeeper. Like there's just someone that that is preventing them from. Oh uh, yeah, accessing. I, I can't. You know, though, I wish I could find the comment. There's so many freaking comments on this post. I I can't even find it. Um, hold on. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, I, mean, I think here it is. Um. If we are looking to be trained, okay, she says, if I'm looking to be trained by the elite and I'm willing to do the work, how do I do this? When those that hold the knowledge and experience at at the highest level pick and choose who to train and pass the knowledge unto. Now, that that is the case in some scenarios, mm-hmm. but there are elite professionals that offer training. Well, and there's always somebody that's better than you. If you can't get the elite, there's somebody that's better than you and what you want to be. And and that's willing to give you that. Here's the other part of her comment. So many have locked the gates to training to those who have showed up and are willing to cross over from mediocrity to excellence. Okay, I, I don't care if you show up or not. What did you bring to the table 
to compensate for what you're looking for. This this is what we're talking about. You it's not good enough to just show up. Yeah. You don't just get to you you think you've done something by just showing up to to be trained? No, what no, what did you give up? What did you sacrifice to be here? What did you bring to the table? What investment did you make? Mm-hmm. The showing up, who gives a crap? What investment did you make to be there? That tells me, as your instructor, that you are committed to the process that I'm about to put you through. Okay? Yeah. That's that's, that's a freaking problem with your thinking, man. It's an excuse. Here's the other message I got that really stood out to me. A guy said, you know, I was really thinking about signing up for the Proving Grounds. But you know, it's the weekend after Easter, and I'm the pastor. I'm a I'm the pastor of a church, and a church building, and I just don't think that'd be the best time for me to leave my congregation. Be the weekend after Easter, and I thought, what in the ever living crap is this guy talking about? Are you really going to send me that excuse? Really? Yeah. Do you understand the best way that you could possibly serve that congregation is to get better your is to better yourself mm-hmm. is to invest in yourself? Do you think that you being there that weekend after Easter? Do you think it if you weren't there, what the crap is going to happen? Nothing. The world's going to go around. Everybody's going to get through the weekend unless there's some astronomical crisis. Um, that you haven't identified in your message or that pops up, right? But the world's going to go on. You're going to be making yourself better as a leader, mm-hmm. as a as a, uh, a, a a Christian, whatever it is, whatever you get out of that experience, okay? And then when you come back, you're going to be able to serve them tenfold mm-hmm. better than you served them before. This is why I'm so sick of your excuses that for, I'm so. Do you understand that when I decided I wanted to be, become a SEAL, I don't know if y'all remember this or not, when I decided I wanted to become a SEAL and I gave everything up, I literally sacrificed everything. Do y'all remember when they found a seven centimeter pericardial cyst on my freaking heart and sent me home? Do you remember that, listener? Everything that I wanted, I had sacrificed everything to be told I have a freaking cyst on my heart and that I can't do what I want to do. I can't go and partake in the training to become better that I want to. I'm willing to. I've made the investment. After all of that, they said, no, you can't go. Boy, you want to talk about a freaking excuse you're going to come to me with your piddly excuse? Yeah. Don't freaking come to me with that. I mean, what they're saying is that it's it's not of enough importance to them or it's not high enough on the priority. That's essentially what, what, the, what they're saying. Yeah. Because if you would have said, well, okay, man, I'm not, I guess I can't do it now, then you would have said, well, it's not a high enough priority for me to go have surgery. And, and, I, and, and I, yeah. In my case, in this gentleman's case that sent me this message, obviously he just doesn't understand how to prioritize things. Well, yeah, that doesn't understand the value of training. 
He obviously didn't read this post that I wrote, or or he doesn't believe it, or he doesn't subscribe to that. But that's that's the reality of how it works to become elite. Yeah, and it's it. I mean, it even relates into other areas. You would think that common sense would tell you that by or topical common sense might tell you that by spending more time with my kids, then my wife would make me a better dad to them because it's more time. But really, what is the best thing that you can give your kids? And it's a good relationship with your wife. Yeah. A good marriage. That's the best thing you can give your kids. So therefore, taking time from them and repurposing it in another place is actually better for your kids than spending more time with them. And in this gentleman's example, it's the same thing, that by taking time away and investing in yourself will actually be better for your congregation or not your congregation, but the people that you pastor, then ha- if you're there every Sunday. Yeah. I mean, there's other things in place. You can get other people to come speak. and I mean, he knows there, that. There is we all know that. no excuse. Yeah. There is no excuse other than a legitimate crisis that you have to handle right then. Yeah, well, the reason is that they don't want to get good or they don't want to get better enough it, it, yeah. there's not enough want to want to get better yeah. I, I mean yeah some people are some people don't understand it some people understand it and they're just making excuses for it I, I mean I really think there's people out there that that don't understand that no they don't they they don't understand that they don't un, and, and they they I think there are people that legitimately think that they can get enough from a video or a book yeah I think they legitimately believe that like yeah. you can get something, but you're not going to get what you're gonna get when you are on boots on the freaking ground being assessed by an elite or a professional or somebody that holds the skills that you want to hold. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm about to end people, this conversation. People, but people that. Or that you can't you can get mad at ignorance, but I, I mean I don't know what the best way to I'm not pe- to get people to get it. I'm not angry. I, I'm I well, might sound angry. I'm not angry, nor nor am I frustrated. I am telling you this because I care about you and I want you to understand the process, the investment, the process that I have used in my life the investment that I have made in my life to be who I am today. Mm -hmm. And this is the process, and my investment costed me everything. But it's not as clear to everybody else to get that. So this is what I'm getting at is this is great conversation for people to have, but somebody could say that, Chad seems like he's freaking pissed off at me, but I just don't get it. If you don't get it, the passion that Chad has is his concern for you to understand it, not anger towards you because yeah. you don't get it. 100%. That's, that's all I'm trying to get at. Yeah. So, and I want to end this segment of the podcast by saying, do not send me your excuse. You have no zero legitimate excuse in my book. Well, if somebody sends an excuse, it's read, I don't want it bad enough. Thank you for offering the proven grounds, but I don't want it bad enough. Yeah, that's called honesty. Yeah, that that would that's what it. Yep. I mean, that's the way you read it. 
And, and if you are stuck in a place in your life that you are not happy with, if you're not able to lead the way you want to lead, if you're not able to do the things that you want to do, I want you to make an, you, maybe you can't even make this honest of assessment on yourself. I can guarantee you, you don't even have to assess yourself. If you're stuck in this place, it's because you have chosen to use and accept excuses to not do what you need to do. You almost want to almost want to give a satisfaction guarantee that like it's like someone's not willing to take the risk to come try some kind of training. It's like just try it, man. You got to go just you got to go try it. Well, you know, here here's here's the thing. I can set the stage and I can I can put something together that I know for a fact is well, going to force it's proven to make you grow. Yep. Here's the problem. Even if you make the investment and even if you show up, you the job's not done then. No. Then you have to pour your whole self into that arena, that stage that has been set for you. That's half the battle showing up. That's right. It, I think that's half of it. Making the investment and showing up. We yep. talked about just showing up is not good enough. Well, most of the time you got to make the investment in order to show yeah. up. There's some kind of prior investment. Well, no, I think some people think they can just show up and that's good <laughs> enough. Well, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's true. They're owed that, right? They're owed yeah. that. Um, so that's that on that. I have a bone to pick with myself now, after I've I've uh, picked their bones, picked y'all's bones. You know, man, I got to thinking. Y'all know I made a post on my Instagram story the other day, and I said, you know what, man, I got to get back on my mission. I, 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 boy, I've, I've had a rough month or two. Yeah. I mean, I just got to the point where I was like, holy smokes, man. I'm just, I, I'm just, I don't want to do any of this anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do anything. Right. And what had happened was, is I had shifted my focus on things happening. I had shifted my focus from my mission and, and, what I'm best at doing, how I'm best at serving you guys, my brothers and sisters. I shifted my focus off of that onto all this other bull crap, right? And, and all this other stuff that's going on that was vying for my attention, it is important stuff, and it, it deserves to be um, talked about, and it, it, you know, it, it's valid. It, it is important. We should be aware of it, right? But you have to operate as an individual, within the parameters of your mission, what you're good at. Mm -hmm. So I can see somebody else over here attacking these social, cultural, and national issues, right? And I can think, dang, I, I need to go and attack that too because that, that is some important stuff over there, right? Yeah. But what happened is, is that is legitimately, I learned, that is legitimately outside the parameters of what I'm good at. Yeah. And... And so I did that, and it was wearing me out, man. And I'm going to tell you, I, I kept thinking, like, why could, why can I not engage in that and then also maintain the, the level of, of interest and focus and commitment to what I'm actually created to do? Like, why can I not do both, right? Why was this one thing wearing me down so bad? Here's, here's what I've, I've, <laughs> I've been thinking through. In the, in the team's... Uh, in SEAL Team 8, we had this we had this little statue thing, 
And what it was, it was the mascots of the SEAL teams. And it was Freddy the Frog and Sammy the Seal. And they're little cartoon characters, right? And they were encased in this glass dome, okay? And on the bottom of the glass was printed, in case of war, break glass. All right? In other words, it it meant don't let these jokers out until they can go all the way. Yeah. Right? And that's that's how I am. Mm-hmm. I'm really that way. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking through this, and I'm thinking, the reason this, the, this conversation and this attention I was giving to this other these other things was wearing me out so bad is because I could only go to a certain point. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, you can't, you couldn't go all the way. Yeah. You just can't. What's happening over here in this, in these political and, 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 uh, well, cultural and, and, and conversations about, um, our freedom and life and all this, it is a prolonged, low intensity conversation. Yeah. I can't go all the way there. It's not, it, it's not, it's not time, right? Yeah. It's not time to break the glass. Hopefully, it's never time to break the glass. You want to keep these jokers in the glass as long as you can. Mm-hmm. And so what I've learned, what I'm learning about myself is that I don't need to, I don't need to go after something. I don't need to strive for something. I don't need to be somebody that's doing something that I can't take it all the way. Mm-hmm. That's why I operate so good in ultra running. It'd be like telling me to go out and run an ultra marathon, but I can only go a certain speed. Yeah. I, I have to, I have to, I can't go faster than a 20 minute mile. This low intensity, just plodding along, mm-hmm. but I can't go all the way. I can't race. I can only train a certain amount, right? I can't, I can't train the way I want to train. That's why I operate so good in ultra running. That's why I operate so good at our training events, I have had people tell me, Chad, you need to just make this training a little easier and you need to market this to corporate people. That's where the money's at, man. These corporate people got all the money, but they're not going to come out here and do what you're doing. And you know what I said to those people? I said, I can't do that. Yeah. I'll be miserable. I will be miserable if I know that I have to tailor this training back for weak people. Mm -hmm. I would literally go insane. And it's because this is how I am. And that's okay. And I want to ask you, listener, are are you going after something? Are you putting all your energy into something? that you can't go all the way on. And is it driving you freaking crazy? Yeah. Because you can't actually do what you know needs to be done. You can't actually win until the time's right. Yeah. But if you're engaging in something that you can't actually win, you can't go all the way, is it driving you crazy? It drove me crazy in a matter of months. I engaged in that. And it tore me apart. 
And that is what it was. I got to a certain point. And I said, I can't go any further than this. Mm-hmm. Well, and you can, being that way, you can only go after, even if you, if you got five things that you can go after like that, you still can only pick. I mean, for everybody, it's probably different, but I would say one or two. For me, it's our training and it's, it's my running. Yeah. Those are the things that, I mean, you guys have said this before. There's a famous quote out there. It says, cry havoc and let slip the dogs of war. All right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I freaking, that's one of my favorite quotes on earth. Because that is, that resonates so much with me because you've even used the description of having me on a leash up to a certain point. Mm-hmm. But you know we're going out to do something where we can go all the way. Yeah. At the mid-state mile. And... And then and 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 when the whistle goes off, and it's havoc. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's crazy. There's gonna be some collateral damage, but a job's got to get done. That's right. The damage has to be. But you let slip the dog of war. Yeah. And that is how I must operate long term. Yeah. I'm not saying that I don't have the self control or the discipline to engage in those conversations. From time to time, mm-hmm. right? But I can't make that my whole mission. Well, it's not natural for you. I mean, truly, we all need help. But in your case, that's the area you need help is when to when to dial it back because you can't go, you can't always do that. <clears throat> but you want to always do that. You can only do that when it's in arenas where it is appropriate. Yeah, yeah, because you could get on the podcast and go that way, and you could have called them people's names, and and you could have just totally let loose and there yeah. would have been a lot of collateral damage that wasn't due. You can yeah. get your point across with less. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, and I, I even think as I make this shift in my own mind and I shift back to, to what I am good at my own mission, I, you know, I want to say like, don't think that, that I'm saying that I'm not paying attention to what's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. Like I am paying attention. Um, and, and, and if, if somebody cries havoc, you can break the glass. Yeah. And and I can go all the way. Um but until that time, I, I'm just I I'm not engaging that crap. Well, every I mean this we always talk about that it's like a body, it's like a car. There's multiple parts to one thing that makes something yeah. good. And so you could say, Hey, Chad's the engine, but someone has to give it gas and steer the steer the truck and, and whatever it is for whoever you are recognize what you're good at and be good at it but rely on your teammate this goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning you can only get so so good on your own you can only go so far with your own plan and people don't under, that's another thing people don't understand and i think even the people that are good at that don't understand so we we, we know the men and the women out there that are engaging these these cultural and and national topics uh, they've been engaging them for the last two freaking years, mm-hmm. and they love it, and, and and they can they can have the same conversations over and over and over and over again, and they're able to sustain that because that's what they're good at. They can operate in in that low intensity, long term spectrum. Mm-hmm. They can operate there, and it's a healthy place for them. And they're doing it. I mean, but the big guys, friends of mine, Andy, yeah. uh, Joe, 
Um, you know, other big podcasts that engage these things constantly. They've been engaging them for the last two freaking years, and they've been able to sustain it. And yeah. that's what they're good at. And but you know, I can't look at them and say, "Dude, why don't you shut your mouth? You're a freaking turd because you won't go all the way." And likewise, they can't look at me and say, "Well, Chad, why aren't you engaging these topics on a regular basis?" Yeah. Because we're we're we both have our our own gift. We both have our own mission. Now, we have to understand each other's mission, and we have to understand the importance of each other's mission, and when the time comes, we have to be able to come together mm-hmm. and function within our roles and responsibilities and gifts, but that is the way it operates, man. I mean, I feel like it's got something to do with um, somewhere in there, there's something about the degree of patience, and there's something about being okay with with how much of a win you achieve. So like someone that's in the political arena and they achieve this little win, that's a big deal to them. Yeah. Really, they hadn't got anywhere in the grand scheme of things, but they've gained a little bit of territory and they're like fired up about that. But for someone like you, it's like, well, that's not even close to the end goal. It And, and I'm, I'm not, not okay with enough. that. And I can't be okay with that. I've got to get to that end goal. And so I don't know it's a raw thought, but there's, I think there's something... Something there with people's personality to try yeah. to figure out what it is that you like. Because it takes a long time to figure these out. Uh, well, it takes time, and it takes a lot of hard work and stress and hard situations to figure these things out about yourself. You will not figure them out about yourself until you do the things that we were talking about earlier and making the investment and the sacrifice to go willingly, whether it's physically or all the areas that you can subject yourself to punishment you're not going to find find them out about yourself i think that's the biggest thing that you can learn from training it's not the skills it's not the leadership it's not those are all good the teamwork all of that stuff is good but i think the biggest takeaway that you can get is knowing yourself and how where you can be most effective and efficient and knowing where you just need to say hey i I have no business doing this i need a teammate or somebody to step in right here so that whatever team you're operating in is the best. I, yeah. Because if you don't know your your talents or your personality or any of that stuff, you're not going to learn it by just living life. Mm-hmm. You, you will not learn it mm-hmm. until you subject yourself to either other people or events or business or whatever you're doing. To me, that's one of the biggest takeaways that I think people should leave with. Yeah. No, I love that, man. And I love what you said about the difference between personality types whereas you can have this group over here of of people that are you know again at this lower intensity long term on this long term journey or part of this mission or whatever and they're able to find satisfaction in these small little wins along the way see i'm not driven at all by small wins along the way Mm -hmm. When, when i'm running an ultra like i'm not driven at all by some mile marker or by getting to the top of some climb, mm-hmm. or by the aid station, none of that factors into not not a single ounce into what drives me. I'm driven by the opportunity to go all the way. Mm-hmm. I'm driven by the end, the yeah. end result that I'm trying to to achieve. That is the only factor that drives me. Those little things. They give me nothing. Yeah. 
Like, give me no reprieve, no sense of accomplishment. If if there's, you know, if I'm running a, a 200 mile race and there's a, the the t- you know a, a huge mountain between here and there, when I get to the top of that freaking mountain, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get any satisfaction from that. Mm-hmm. I will not get satisfaction until I finish. Yeah, I hit my goal. I achieve what I came there to do. Yeah, that's it. For the listeners, you know, I think a lot of people can listen to these things and think, well, that's how it should be. And that's not the case. That is a good way to be. What is important is that you figure yourself out. For me, I mean, of course, everybody should be driven by the end goal or mission or whatever the accomplishment. That should be overarching. But some people can play that long game. Like, even for me in in life, it a bunch of different things can can come up. And while I might get aggravated and stressed, I will never once think about stopping doing what I'm doing. In in business is regardless of how hard business got, the thought might come in, but it's never really an option in life and anything that is extremely long term. Parenting for I'm going to be responsible for my kids the rest of my life, particularly till they move out or whatever. But for the rest of my life, I'm responsible for that how they act. That's an extremely long time. The rest of my life on earth. But I can I can be fine with that. Like I can play that extremely long game. But in like say running, if you use the example, quitting a, a running race come comes through my mind more so than it does in things like this. And it's just the opposite for you. Oh yeah. And so I'm I'm saying this to show the contrast that we've told you guys it neither one of us have it all figured out but it it's important don't try to model your life after us we share these stories we tell these things to show you how it's worked out for us how we figured it out and maybe to provide some sense of context in in your life but you got to figure yourself out you might be a mix of both of us you might be your you know you're your own person you're not going to be just like either one of us i think the there are common personality types that you can say i'm more this or that but i just want people to know that there is value in both and you got to figure it out and and that's and that's important in looking for a teammate don't look for a team i don't need to look and be in business and do life with people that are doing the same thing like me yeah you got to have you got to have the people you can break the glass and you got to have the people that just like a old D8 bulldozer that ain't going to get nowhere real fast, but it can just keep moving. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, and exactly. you are that way in a race, but it's still a sh- relatively short period. Like a race, a really long race is long, but in comparison to time, it's a very short period. The mid-state mile. Yeah, that's a, that's a long freaking time to run. But in relation to the week, it was just a couple days. Or in relation to the year, it's just a couple days. And so... That might be why I don't have kids. Yeah. I mean, it it truly could be. Mm-hmm. That that to the thought of having to be responsible for something the rest of your life is like, no way. But for me, I, like I, yeah, I, I lose, I win, and it, it's just this kind of ebb and flow. And you try to keep it between the lines as good as you can. There's bad times and good times, and and I can be okay with that. I I can, not I don't like you know celebrate the win or anything, but you have to find some sort of what fuels you to keep going, and you have there's a satisfaction. There's somewhere you get somewhere you get to, and you say, ah, that, man, that's good. I'm gonna keep going because that was good. And so whatever that is, the intensity of what that is varies for everybody. Yeah, 
and for me it it doesn't have to be that big like for for the kids it like Blakely went in cut Josie's hair today and cut a trimmed her a nice mullet and you know that's like well you shouldn't be playing with scissors and cutting your sister's hair that kind of sucks and you can get upset and that's kind of a it's not a big loss but it's like well but then there's you know they do things good and so I can find satisfaction even in the bad things because it shows you where you can improve but mm-hmm. yeah that's healthy yeah yeah um yeah you need both I, yeah, I was going to criticize myself, but I'm not going to because you do need both. Yeah, I mean, so, that, and, that's, yeah. And you need, you also should be conscious of the areas, like I need to be conscious of the areas that I'm not as good at, and that's no excuse not to work on them, but that means when you are, when you're operating on a mission and it's time to get the job done, you don't do that. You you fall back to what you're good at and you work as a team and get the mission done. Now, maybe in training you spend a little time I spend a little time doing things like that, it, running longer, you know, for me, like maybe going doing something really physically hard or whatever that is relatively short period of time, but it's just, it's like, it's not what I like to, it's not the hard I like. Mm-hmm. You should spend time working on the hard that you don't like because hard is relative and some people like hard in different ways. And so we've talked about this before that you should work on that. But when it matters, when it counts, when you're doing a mission, then you need to fall back to what you're good at. Yeah, I agree. That, well, that's where you were going to criticize yourself is say, oh, yeah, but I should be better at these things. And Well, no, right? I, no I was going to say, you might not want, you might not want my mind in this domestic world. Well, <laughs> yeah, but but really, there's a place for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, you know, ultimately, because you guys, uh, that's a bone I wanted to pick with myself, and I think you guys could get something out of that. Ultimately, it, for me personally, I value the fact that you guys listen to the show, and I know that you guys are invested in the show, mm-hmm. um, and and you guys watch and, and listen, and, and um, you know, so I'm just letting you know, uh, I'm going to limit, I'm going to limit my personal engagement in all, in all the stuff in the world right now, um, and I'm letting you know that up front. And you're gonna it, fall back to what you're good I'm at. Fall, I'm gonna get back on mission, of doing what I'm good at. And if if it's ever time to break the glass, or somebody c- cries havoc and is ready to let slip the dogs of war, well, then I'll then I'll jump in because that's mm-hmm. what I'm good at. Well, that's a prime example. Yep, you're gonna pay attention and know what's going on, so therefore you're working on that a little bit. But we got a mission, and you exactly. fall back to what you should, what you're good at. Yep. So, I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Enough said.